and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one magical page of Talmud every day. And in today's page, Aruvin 38, we read about a really difficult situation, about what happens if you have not one day of rest, but two, as sometimes happens on holidays, and you set up an Eruv and you're just not sure if the confines of the Eruv for the first day apply to the second or if there are different rules or what's going on. And the rabbis give us this great, incredible metaphor. They say a person wondering about this problem is in the position of both a donkey driver who must prod the animal from behind and a camel driver who must lead the animal from the front, i.e. he is pulled in two opposing directions. Since we are unsure whether the two days constitute one sanctity or two, he must act stringently as though the Eruv established for the first day is both effective and not effective for the second day, i.e. he must restrict his Shabbat movement to those areas where he would be permitted to go in both cases. In other, other, other words, sometimes life sends you moments that are so confusing, so rich and rife with what seem to be totally mixed and even contradictory message that you feel like you're both a donkey driver and a camel driver, each animal tearing you in different directions. And the Hebrew here is just so beautiful. The Hebrew for this situation is chamar gamal, a donkey camel. And to talk about being in that situation, about having to juggle so much in life, especially now in this magical year 2020 and all its challenges, I have the pleasure of welcoming Hannah Leibowitz, professor at the University of Texas in Arlington. Hello. Hi, thanks for having me. This is so great. Our pleasure. And so tell us, tell us about the state of Hamar Gamalness in life about being and, and containing all these multitudes and sometimes waking up in the morning just to feel like the world is sending you too many message and like the things you're expected to do are A, too difficult, B, entirely contradictory in nature, like, you know, preparing and, and dealing with your kids one way and with your students another and with the rest of life a different way. What, what do we do? How do we handle this? Yeah, so um, it's really, really great, actually, to be on when we're talking about a Ruben, because um, I am a professor of urban policy and design. So I think a lot about the way that spaces are designed and governed and the uses of spaces and how people navigate their experiences across spaces. And an interesting kind of framework about the Arab is that we intentionally create a communal structure, uh, a geographic communal structure by creating an Arab. And we sort of outline where the community is and can be. And that that's a geographic um, aspect of it, but it also becomes a social unit. Our communities become a social unit due to the Arab. So in general, this whole, uh, you know, the, this whole Parsha, well, obviously not Parsha, but, you know, this whole section of the Torah is very interesting to me. And I've studied it, actually, from different urban perspectives. What I think is really interesting is that this gate, when it's being described, it comes after the idea of somebody being in one place at one time and then potentially being in another place at a different time. And so what state are they in? And we're really talking about physical movement here, right? We're talking about physically trying to push something in a certain direction versus another. Mm -hmm. And I think as a parent and as a professor and as an urbanist, 
definitely due to COVID, I think we have a renewed view and renewed appreciation for what space is. Not just, you know, not having any space in your home because your kids are home and on top of you, but also the value of being within a certain space and what that actually constructs in terms of your experience, in terms of a social experience. So being able to teach my children at home is very different than teaching them at school, not just because of the people there, but there's just a completely different vibe that happens in a school building versus in my home. And I think we're all kind of in this state right now, right, where we're being pushed and we're being pulled. Schools are starting and there's all this concern about what's happening there. Um, We don't have a lot of great and clear leadership in any way from the policy end or from the health end. So that's very confusing and that creates that constant pull. But it's interesting that it's really stated as a kind of a physical state. And I do believe that we're becoming more cognizant of that in our community, where it's kind of been a low-level recognition. But I think in the last several decades, we've focused a lot, um, especially with the Muslim movement, so not just decades, but really now with the push of that, we focus a lot on personal betterment or communal betterment, but not so much on space. And what does it mean to exist within a certain community, not just to be a good person? And I think that's really what we're talking about here. Again, from my lens, what I really see is talking about this spatial nature of not really knowing where you are and what you're doing and you're being pushed and you're being pulled because you literally created a space in one area that might no longer really exist for this next day or you had plans to be in a different area. And that's what an Arab is all about, right? It's all about connecting space and human experience. We literally allow for certain human experiences because we create spaces. And so I think it's very relevant. So COVID literally just destroyed our metaphorical, metaphysical Eruv by basically forcing us to stay in one space when we were planning on being in a different one. Oh, absolutely. I mean, COVID has, you know, really reconstructed the ways that I think we need to think about our community, especially this personal versus communal perspective, which it is a tension. That's why I use the term versus. I think we can be inclusive, but I also think there's a tension between what do you do? You know, it's we're coming up on Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur, and what are you focusing on in terms of your year coming up? Is it your personal growth or is it your communal growth? And I think we tend to be very focused on personal, and we can talk about, you know, hyper-individualism and globalism and, you know, all these other out-there impacts that very much affect our firm community and Jewish community. I mean, even people who hold by the laws of the Arab are very much impacted by these ideas that we have about individualism. And we have become individualists, which is really weird because our religion is so communal. The whole point of an Arab is that you shouldn't actually be by yourself the whole Shabbat. You shouldn't actually be by yourself constantly. You shouldn't be forced to only stay in your home because that's the only way you can carry anything. You should be able to create a community. And that, right, in this state, we're describing somebody who's kind of stuck, who doesn't really know where they're going. And it's two days of Yantif. So, you know, if you did this from this day, but then you did that on that day and you had planned this and that. And so you're being pulled, you're being pushed. And I think we're very much in that state. And I take it again, this is true in the metaphysical sense, too, because even once COVID ends, we're still stuck right in this notion that so many of us, as you said, are, are individualist and focus on self improvement and yet take little time to think about the spaces that we've constructed for communal growth. So leave us with kind of one thought as we are nearing on, on Rosh Hashanah, on the beginning of a new year, on a time of Cheshbon Nefesh, and sort of like, you know, real moral accounting. Leave us with one thought that could help us sure. think about these things better. Yeah, so something I visualization here, right, where you're either pushing a donkey or pulling a camel, right, is that you have an animal with you, you have something, you have a resource with you that's actually more powerful than you are, right? You need this resource, but you also need to kind of coax it 
you need to push it or you need to pull it. And I think about that in terms of our larger, you know, outside of micro units. So a family unit or a community unit that we have these things in our lives that are larger than us, that are these massive resources that literally carry us, right? The community carries us, our families carry us, but we need to tend to them. And we need to tend to them in ways that they're best tended to. So sometimes that's a push and sometimes that's a pull. But if we don't tend to them, then they end up just being dead weight on our journey through the desert or through the forest or whatever it is. And so I think that that's really what I think about here too. And the, and the Torah, especially in the frameworks of the Torah, being also those resources, right? But if we're not coaxing them, if we're not drawing out, if we're not giving to them the way they need to be given to, we might not really be tapping into them. And I think, again, with COVID and especially in the metaphysical sense, we're becoming very aware of the shortcomings that we have in terms of community and in terms of our families that we now have to face. And um, that I think will be actually a very difficult thing to get back um, now that we recognize all the gaps in how we've been coaxing community or how we've been coaxing our families, the degree to which we've been so self-focused. But we really do need those and those are resources. And so um, I think that's really, to me, what's so striking. Professor Hannah Leibowitz, thank you so much for being our guest today. Sure thing. Happy to join. This has been Take One, a production of Tablet Magazine. If you enjoy this show, please go and rate and review us on iTunes or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts. Each week, we'll be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Dafiomi. I'm your host, Leah Leibowitz. Our producer is Josh Cross, and our editor is Paul Ruest. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. I hope we've made your day a little bit more Talmudic and we'll see you again soon.